everybody. Welcome back. Um, This next episode is going to be about how to navigate stress during this year, during these stressful times, which appear to be getting scarier and scarier, hotter and hotter, more and more frightening. But you don't have to live in fear. That's definitely a choice. And I'm going to give you some tips and helpful hints, as well as some background as to how I've been able to survive through um, just varying states of political stress uh, throughout my life and um, how I got through it and was still able to get things done because you can still get things done um, and you can stay, still take care of yourself. So listen up, it's going to be a fun one. Okay, so <clears throat> I remember in 2001, I was going to school my mom was taking me to school because i hadn't started taking the bus to school yet but i did shortly after this and i remember going to my first period class which was geography where in 2001 public school i went to there were not enough seats for the students that we had at that time we had 45 kids in the class it was actually 51 but a few people were absent that day and whenever there were not enough seats uh it was just kind of known that some of us would have to sit on the floor so about 10 of us were sitting on the floor We also didn't have books that were current or up to date. A lot of our books were from the 80s and they were completely defaced and a lot of them were moldy. So we had about 25 books a piece, about half of us just sharing books. But on this particular day, instead of going over geography, it was September 11th. So we had a TV in the classroom and all of us were just watching the footage from the news, re-traumatizing ourselves over and over again. And I was 15. That was my second week of school at my high school, freshman year. Um, A few years before that, in 1999, I was going to a private school. It was very, very tightly wound. And I remember Columbine happened. Now, of course, there were national tragedies that happened before I was cognizant enough to know what was actually happening. But, excuse me, these two are pretty formative. Because that was around the time when people were doing backpack searches. There were metal detectors in schools, not our school, but we did have random locker searches right after 9-11. And I particularly remember being in the hallway during one of these random locker sweeps and backpack checks where the truant officer and head of security of our school looked at us and said, as of right now, he said this out loud, as of right now, your civil, your civil liberties mean Jack. Um, it was a crazy time. There was anthrax, there was SARS, like high school was just sucked on its own, but having just mass hysteria and mass psychosis and um, also we were were at war (laughs) and just fear nonstop on top of like a really shitty election. Does any of this sound fucking familiar to you? It should. But in spite of all of that, I still made a lot of fucking art, had cool friends, I made music and I went to college and I came home and you know went to school, I mean, I went to school, I went, went into the workforce and did all this, had like a life. And you can too. Now, I'm not saying that any of this was fucking easy. It really definitely sucked to feel like reality was disintegrating at every moment's notice. And there was a particular time in 2003, it was the night that we invaded Iraq, actually. I was sitting on the couch and I was watching, I was toggling between CNN and MSNBC and they were showing all the footage. I had been sitting there since I got home from school that day and um, I was up late and my dad who had been walking in and out of the house had seen me over the course of like several hours 
And finally, he grabbed the remote and he switched off the TV and said, go to sleep. Um, that was actually pretty life-changing because up until that point, I don't think I had realized how addicted I was becoming to the adrenaline spike of getting news fed to me. And this is something that I want to talk about that this is actually what adds to people's fear and hysteria. You don't know this is happening because everything's happening too fast and you think that you're getting information, but what you're actually, what's actually happening is you're getting addicted to the adrenaline rush of watching the news and watching bad news. This is what nobody likes to say out loud, but this is exactly why reality TV is so successful because it preys upon your baser animalistic instincts to make money off of you. People don't give a shit about what's actually happening. I mean, they do at first, but really they're addicted to the bad news. They're addicted to disaster. They're addicted to being constantly updated, which is fine to be updated, it's definitely fine to, you know, be informed and know what's really happening, which I doubt any of us are anyway. But the problem is when there's no solution that's being offered or there's no prescription. That's not right. That's um, that's like rough sex without aftercare. <laughs> you have to let people know that they're going to be OK or you have to provide tools or point them towards resources where they can actually get help. So having said all of that and having lived through so much shit like I'm not I'm, that's just a very very small part of things that I've witnessed in difficult times but I can tell you that you definitely get to have a choice to what you're seeing what you're reading what you're being exposed to and what you decide to do with your life because even when the shit hits the fan you still have a choice in the way that you choose to breathe you still have a choice in the things you choose to remember and the things that you choose to focus on you can choose today to start, or you can choose tomorrow. Let's start from, because I want to start from the top there. You can choose tomorrow to go to sleep with your phone, wake up with your phone, and then let notifications tell you how to feel or news outlets to tell you what to be focused on. Or you can treat it like it's maybe one of your last days and say, how do I actually want to spend today? Do I want to start it off? with someone else's interpretation or someone else's um, itinerary of what to feel and when to feel it and how to feel it? Or do I want to get up and make myself a cup of tea or water my plants or step outside to listen to the birds? That's still your option. Um, you don't have, to, I think also people are very, you might be very aware or curious or overly concerned with how you're being perceived by others meaning people are going to assume i don't care because i'm not talking about the news or i'm not talking about what's going on and honestly if you've been listening to me long enough you have to kind of like stop caring what people think about you because these people suck other people have bad taste in music bad taste in food bad taste in clothes they don't like it's they're not you and of course i don't mean you to take that literally like you know you might have shared interests but what my point is why are you caring about how strangers perceive you or even your peers perceive you. This is your life. You can choose to rebel in a way that is not common. You can choose to rebel by learning how to make watercolor paintings. You can choose to rebel by reading poetry or reading something you've always wanted to read or choosing to focus on something that's actually gonna make you feel healthy. 
because being addicted to fear and being addicted to bad vibes and bad news and reality TV isn't healthy. You get to choose to move in that way or not, but that is your responsibility. And no one is forcing you to get activated and angry and upset and not take any kind of action in a way that's supporting you or supporting the people that you love. Now, what I love is when people fund organizations or charities or companies because they're angry. I love that because that means that something pissed them off enough or something affected them so deeply and they transmuted that energy into something positive. And that I'm giving you the same challenge. If you care very deeply about anything that's going on, you need to be putting all of your weight and energy into the opposite of that. Why I'm saying it that way? Because sometimes people just end up opening all their old wounds because their their action development or their team is more about reinforcing the problem, recalling more attention to the problem, it has nothing to do with the fucking solution and nobody gets anywhere. When you actually boss up, you create the antidote, you create the opposite. You do that shit quietly and you stay focused with it and you believe in it and you love it and you water it and then boom, there you go. You have created the solution. And you don't even have to create something. You can just seek other people that are speaking that way, that are speaking towards the solution and line up with them or support them or call attention to them because that amplifies the solution. If all you're doing is reposting articles that are frightening, that are scaring yourself, or you're resharing a tweet or a hashtag, all you're saying is bans off our bodies, but you're not researching holistic abortions or herbalism or any, or doing deep research or finding out, hey, what is it going to look like in a society where we do have bodily autonomy? Let's actually talk about that and believe that it's fucking possible because it does start with believing it. If all you're doing is just organizing protests, what's, what's the action plan? Because right now, you're burning out your adrenal glands. You're stressing out your central nervous system. You have no energy. People can't support you because they're tired too. And you're not getting anywhere. And it's not fixing the problem. Yes, definitely let people know where you stand. But what are you going to do? And then what does that mean for your life? life is going to continue to go either way. I encourage you, especially if you're listening to this episode, because I'm going to be referencing some things. This all does kind of come down to your own choices about how you choose to carry yourself, how you speak to people honestly, instead of letting things slide. Um, because a lot of these bad issues or these bad problems, these bad people that run countries that have totalitarian governments and all this stuff, they happen because people are polite. <laughs> they happen because people are polite and they don't want to rock the boat or they don't actually shout people down when they're acting a fucking fool. When you don't check people, guess what? They just keep finding other people that think like them. Nobody checks them or they keep trying to fight them with politeness, which doesn't fucking work because they don't understand it, because usually they're stupid. And then they just grow into a, a massive force. <sighs> so you, on every account, like you have to start using this time wisely. You need to start using this time to actually find out, okay, so like, let's play, like, 
we are all going to die or whatever, whatever disaster scenario we all choose to believe, then what are you going to do today? Are you going to take a nature walk? Are you going to make a nice meal? Are you going to tell people that you actually love them? Are you going to tell the truth to yourself about what you want to do? Or are you just going to curl up into a little ball? Because that makes you easy pickings. It makes you really fucking easy pickings. Not just in this scenario, in all scenarios. Because you're not going to do anything. And that is actually by design, too. Like, to get you hooked to fear. Get you so dependent on exterior forces for information instead of your own intuition. So that you are ripe and easy to pick. Treat, take this seriously. Get philosophical. Get weird with it. Get metaphysical. A lot of people are experimenting with psychedelics right now. I think that's a great thing. <laughs> I think it's a great time to both get out of your own asshole and also go deeper up into your own asshole. Like start creating your own different micro realities. Because right now you're just getting caught up in a windswell, which but the fact that I could tell you my life experience as a teenager is almost exactly what we're going through right now. It's just the, uh, the reboot of it. These are cycles that repeat themselves over and over again because nobody's been clever enough to think of a solution and actually act upon it. When we actually do think of solutions and we act upon it, that's when we get really cool breakthroughs. That's when we get breakthroughs in music. We get breakthroughs in mostly just art and expression. Um, that's true evolution. But you can't stay where the problems are. And this is not like a fucking toxic positivity bullshit talk. Yeah, shit is fucked up. I'm not denying that. But you don't have to let it stay fucked up for you. You're still living your life in a genre and the speed of your own life and your own, your own key, like your own tone, your own mood. This is yours. Do not let yourself get swept up in the bullshit of fear. Don't be a little bitch. <laughs> feel angry, feel upset, journal it down, write it down. Figure out what you're going to do, do it. Stick by your word. Now is a really great time to evolve. If you truly believe that your freedoms are at risk of being lost, then you need to really enjoy the freedom that you got right now or do whatever you can to ensure that you're going to be able to hold on to it. But I, I'll say again, you're not going to win it by being polite. I think it's unfortunate that so many people who identify like on the left or people that are quote-unquote on the good side, which I don't really believe, I think that unfortunately when things get polarized both sides start to mirror each other more and more um which is really interesting but i will say what i've observed and i could be wrong on this is that the nice people the good people don't know how to speak up for themselves or no that's not the right way to say it but it's you kind of have to fight you have to fight it's okay to fight but you're not going to do it with like legislation you're not going to win these arguments or this discourse or these wars using the same language that your bullies are using to, to get to you. Like you're, you're, it's this, The system is designed in favor of the opposition. I mean that in both sides, actually. You have to be creative. You have to be different. And you have to be sure and aggressive and not afraid to go against the grain, which so many people are afraid to rock the boat or say something. We've all been in the situation with people where there's clearly an issue that needs to be brought up in a group discussion. Clearly it's on everybody's mind and everybody's too afraid to say it. And then one person finally says it and then everybody finally says it. You have to be that voice.
this is like a very very long probably harsh introduction but I, I want you to hear it and I want to say it I've had these things locked in my heart for a long time and it feels good to let them out into the world so here's what I recommend that you do if you haven't already listened to the social media episode definitely listen to that one and stop sleeping with your phone stop sleeping with your laptop stop bookmarking all of your days with social media interruptions or even like streaming content take a break from all of that i recommend that you if you don't have a meditation practice you better fucking start one because you need a way to clear your brain you need a way to empty out your mind at various intervals in the day not just in the morning or night and you need to figure out who you are you need to write it down write down what you believe and what you value constantly be questioning it you need to be have a lot of care with your body and the food that you eat if you're fortunate enough to have a lot of control over your food with your finances i would advise against ordering postmates all the time i would advise you to prepare your own food and if you don't know how to fucking learn how to why am i saying this because that actually fuels the decisions that you make it fuels the way that your mind and your body works when you're eating proper nutrition, you're a better person, period. And lastly, I would say you need to tap into your intuition because the whole reason that we have a culture that relies on outside help to help us is because we've been divorced from our intuition from a young age. And that is something that you need to survive. That's why they call it animal instinct. How do you think they do it? Guess what? We have it too. And there's tons and tons and tons and tons and tons and tons of books and resources to guide you on that journey. So there's no excuse for you to not know how to do it. I encourage, if, like a subnote of that, I encourage you to do your own research on that, to do your own Googling. Don't bother people with that. Especially don't bother intuitive people <laughs> because <laughs> they have a lot to deal with. Like we have a lot on our minds um, and we're not going to hold your hand step-by-step step to do it. That's not our job. Our job is to guide you when we feel the impulse to, but it's not at your request. Um, and I know that there's been kind of this sentiment for years of, oh, it should be free. Every single time someone has ever said that, I've been able to read them, and that person was never actually going to do any of the work required to actually help them learn because here's the fucking thing when you really want to know something when you really want something you're willing to pay do act on it you you're actively pursuing it the people that are saying that shit want something for nothing and they're mad at the people who are giving it to them for free because they feel entitled to it and i hate that shit no it isn't free you have to you have to do some of the work you have to actually show commitment and dedication we have tons of free resources and people don't use them because it's not about that it's about your effort and your your commitment and your honoring of what a spiritual teacher has to show you or offer you and you know that's not something that's really taught anymore 
but it, it needs to be and it needs to be respected because time and energy are things that you can't necessarily get back and definitely not in the same way that you think you can they shift i just wanted to say that because i i i'm gonna say this for the youtube channel for the reading but i'm, I'm sensing not this year but at some point people are not necessarily going to turn on the spiritual. There's going to be kind of just like a return to complacent and normalness and people um, like an increased public opinion that spirituality is not something that's valid, that meditation is something that's not valid, that these disciplines are things that are empty when that's literally how all of us got here. Okay. Like all of us are here on this planet because somebody was in tune way, way back in. You know what I'm saying? This is so... Anyway. <laughs> Be honest with yourself. Make choices that are going to make you feel good. Stop fucking scaring yourself because that's not doing anything but wasting your time and wasting your life. And don't scare your friends either. They don't need that shit. <laughs> And whether or not everything is going to be fine is irrelevant. It's how you're living your life every second of every day. You better count each moment. If you were lucky enough to never have lived your life moment to moment, God bless you. That's great. But living moment to moment is actually very valuable. It changes you. You actually start to notice how beautiful everything really is. Instead of worrying about shit that you can't control. You'll start to appreciate your body. You'll start to appreciate blades of grass and the water that you drink that you take for granted, the power of speech that you have, the freedoms that you do have that you take for granted every day. Not just being in this country, but just being mobile, having access. Slow it down. Choose your own speed. And I will see you later.